The Perfect Ten with Steve Allen. Voice of the NRL and six-time Radio Award winner. Homelessness affects over 100,000 Australians. Welcome to a special edition of The Perfect Ten with your hosts Steve Allen and Michael Butner. Here is the Pass It On clothing story. Thank you to Bob Peters for the intro and welcome to a special edition of The Perfect Ten. For over a decade, Michael Butner and I have worked together on Central Coast Radio. Butte's played over 260 National Rugby League games and represented New South Wales and Australia. For more than 12 months, every Wednesday night, Michael helps the homeless and disadvantaged in Gosford with Pass It On clothing. I joined him on a cold, rainy Wednesday night in late September. It's an absolutely fantastic initiative. Michael admits it's the most meaningful and rewarding work that he's been a part of. Yeah, it probably is, Steve. You know, it started some two years ago. Uh, my college mate, Chris Vag, he founded it along with his uh, partner, Olga. Basically become a, a cull of his wardrobe. He wanted the clothes to go to people that really needed him, they being the homeless uh, or those that are disadvantaged. He decided to set up a stall at Martin Place on a Tuesday night. Twelve months later, I decided to uh, jump on board and help him out. Uh, and here we are in Kibble Park, 12 months later, distributed over 5,000 pieces of clothing. As an organisation, pass it on itself, we're nearing 30,000 pieces, which is quite phenomenal considering it's just a, a three-man band, basically, who go out there. Uh, we're very thankful to our uh, supporters, anybody that's donated clothing. We're here, as we've been here tonight, over 200 pieces distributed. So, Michael, you're on the front line. What have been your observations? You know what? It's really interesting, Steve, when you look at a whole range of issues that that come with the homeless and the disadvantaged. Probably the you know the the most amazing thing for me here at Kibble Park is you know these people just can't you can't hide them anywhere you can't put them in a corner you can't sweep them under the carpet you know it, it actually exists and it's a a concerning issue for us as a nation. So you know by what we're doing we're just contributing and helping a little bit. Uh, up here at Gosford I think we've got still those that are homeless that you know are doing it really tough. And you can imagine in winter how tough that would be. We've also got, I think we've got a higher proportion of people who are living week to week. You know, may well be, you know, two to three paychecks away or two to three weeks away from, you know, becoming homeless. And it's, you know, that's really concerning. And by us being able to contribute or by providing them with clothing, it actually helps with their spending. And look, we've been very fortunate. We've linked up with an organisation called Thread Together who actually tap into a lot of the retail outlets. They enable us to, to get new clothing. You've used the word trust in the past. Trust, I think, is, you know, there's a couple of key pillars that we work on, trust being one of those, and it does take a while. You know, the first day we went there, we distributed 11 pieces. Tonight, we distributed over 200. That gives you an indication of what we've managed to create uh, over a 12-month period. And that doesn't happen if we're not there each and every week. And that's, you know, a credit to uh, what we've done is pass it on. Orange Sky being there on a regular basis, providing the mobile laundry service. And of course, the introduction of Soup Daddy, who started in January this year. So suddenly, there's this little community that we've created. And we try and make it the best two hours of their day, if not the best two hours of their week. And I remember the first couple of times I did come to the service here in, in Kibble Park, there was the constant reminder by our friends that uh, if you come back, if you return, and it was always about if, because they've been so disappointed 
They've been disappointed so many times in their life that it was important that we maintain that consistency so they knew exactly where we were at and that we would be here. You know what? They don't need to repeat their story over and over again to us. It's just there. We know their story. So we can talk about positive things in their life. On the Central Coast, what are the demographics? Have you got those kind of numbers? Or can you give us a rough indication of who you're seeing? Oh, look, I think predominantly we're looking at males. And that's, you know... Generally the case over in uh, down in Martin Place as well, down in Sydney. I would suggest that it's probably a 65 to 35 split. You know, in terms of their age, it ranges, Steve. It really does. You know, we get some young kids that come down. Uh, they're just looking for some clothes who may not necessarily be homeless, but, you know, they certainly come from, uh, you know, troubled homes. Uh, and then you've got the guys that are homeless who, you know, they're living in tents. They're living under shelter, wherever it may be. Again, it's about the smile. It's, you know, what it hasn't, what started out as clothing, it's become more than just the clothing now. This, you know, community we've created, the consistency that we've created, uh, we've provided them with, you know, friendship, relationships. You're not a politician, but what would you say to anyone listening who may be in Canberra, our nation's capital, regarding this issue? Have you looked at what's happening in Finland and Denmark where they've got a a home-first policy where they try to find a roof over someone's head and then solve some other issues that they may have. Yeah, look, there's look. This is a really broad range. You know, you can talk about just you know providing a roof over their head, but you know, for for a lot of these people that I have seen, there's a lot of mental health issues. You know, and that leads to crime, and they you know they're suddenly trying to to make ends meet on a regular basis. And you know, there's drug issues. So there's you know there's all these other external factors that come into play. And, you know, it's not necessarily about just putting a roof over the head and everything's okay. You know, for some of them, and this is unfortunately, I believe, the the problem with people in office buildings trying to come up with solutions for the homeless. You know what, you need to be at the coalface. You need to be down there at the uh, the front line and asking them what they need. You know, for some of them, they're quite comfortable with their living arrangements. They want to be, they don't want to be told where to live, you know, because it may not suit them. Uh, What they do need for some of them it's as simple as just some storage, you know, an area where they can place their clothing so it doesn't get stolen on a regular basis. For some, it might be, you know, a, a sleeping bag. You know, there's a whole range of different needs and wants uh, that our friends have. And it's, you know, it's important that we go to the front line and find out what it is because there's plenty of services out there that are doing a great job. Uh, maybe it's, you know, there's a need to, to bring all those services together as one. So Finland and Denmark, we've seen numbers dropping in homeless uh, with their policy, but in other European nations, numbers have gone up. And also there was a recent Dateline special on Los Angeles where they've got a huge homeless problem. Is there plans to expand Pass it on clothing? Oh, no doubt. You know, at the moment, we, uh, it's just, as I said before, it's a three-man band. But in relation to expanding, we'd love to go. Uh, we're looking to go to Parramatta next week. And we'd also love to go into the other major capital cities. We'd love to find the Martin Place of Melbourne, the Martin Place of Brisbane. Basically, you know, how we go about funding that is the key for us. It basically, you know, our model is we receive from the donors, uh, comes to us, and we basically pass that direct to those that need it. For us, it's about uh, sourcing other revenue streams. Uh, that will be through presentations, corporate engagements, where suddenly we, uh, we've we got a really strong message, a really powerful message, uh, with some key pillars, you know, dignity, trust, consistency. And, and I think it's important that we spread that message. And there's no doubt, Steve, you know, the, unfortunately, I think for most people, they're willing to help those that are disadvantaged. They just don't know how. You know, you've got to bear in mind yourself that, you know, if you're walking down the street in Sydney and you see a homeless person with their hand out, 
you know, it's very awkward and uncomfortable for most people. You know, if they walk away and forget about it, then it's not there. For us, we feel that people will be able to engage. You know, they're not going to give money to the homeless because they're concerned as to where it will go. But most people will have some sort of excess clothing in their wardrobes. And uh, you know what, if they could pass it on to those that need it most, that's where we come into play. You know, there's another service here in the, in the Central Coast, Central Coast Shelter, who do a fabulous job. And, and we're just an alternative. Ideally, Steve, I'd love to see in three, five years' time, I'm no longer required to do this, which means that we don't have any of our friends on the street. Uh, there's nobody that is disadvantaged. Is that likely to happen? Probably not. But, but that, you know, ideally is our goal. Just finally, as well as close, some of these people have been to some of the National Rugby League games through your involvement as a former player and now the match review panel. Yeah, look, it's been amazing. You know, it's probably one of the, the other key aspects or pillars that we focus on, and that's inclusiveness. And what we've been able to do is provide some of our friends with, uh, you know, general admission passes to the football. And, and one thing you've got to remember, Steve, is when they rock up to the football, they're dressed in their Bulldogs gear, they're dressed in their Parramatta gear. They're no longer a homeless person. And people don't know them if they're homeless or not. Because they're dressed up in their gear, suddenly they're part of a tribe. So it's that inclusiveness. So something for that whole day, uh, as soon as they put on that jersey, they feel 10 foot tall and bulletproof. And suddenly they're included in you know, a world that you know, they're not accustomed to. Well, Michael, uh, congratulations to yourself and Chris on what you've done with Pass It On Clothing. It is a wonderful concept and well done. Yeah, thank you, so Much appreciated. Former NRL star Michael Butner on a special edition of The Perfect Ten. And since recording in late September, Pass It On Clothing is almost up to 34,000 items that have gone to the homeless and disadvantaged. If you can help in any way, check them out on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Catch you next week. The Perfect Ten.